Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Joe Barksdale. To the first-time listeners as well as the repeat offenders, thank you guys so much for checking us out. This is a podcast that looks at mental health through the lens of, or through the lenses of sports, music, and comedy. Uh, I guess you could really just say arts and entertainment, but, you know, sports, music, and comedy, that's what I'm the most familiar with. Um... Now, this is a mental health podcast. I would like to say that I am not a therapist. This is not a replacement for therapy, but this does have therapeutic qualities. Kind of like, you know, anything else you do that has therapeutic qualities, that's not meeting with a therapist. And here's the deal about therapeutic versus therapy. If you don't want to go to therapy, that's fine. But please stop calling everything that you do therapy because it's not. It's therapeutic, but it's not therapy, you know? You wouldn't be kicking a soccer ball talking about you taking jump shots. So, anyway. um, The goal is to educate, engage, and entertain. And with that, I would like to start with our our fact. Today's fact is, coming from from being on the autism spectrum, it's very hard. Autism was explained to me as difficulty understanding yourself and your emotions and difficulty understanding others and their emotions. I can't see life through other people's eyes. I can't put myself in other people's shoes. Um, and that, that's, that's going to be the fact. It leads into what I wanted to talk about today. But before I do talk about what I want to talk about today, let me look at the feelings wheel. Today I feel... Well, I won't even say today. Right now in this moment, because like I said, the feelings wills about mindfulness. Right now in this moment, I feel confident. I feel confident that, you know, this podcast is going to help people. Um, And I am confident that I'm going to keep making more episodes. But back to not being able to put yourself in other people's shoes, it helps me... It helps me have more grace with people when it comes to sports. Let me explain. I am an African-American man. I'm black. African-American. I don't know why I'm trying to be PC. It's my podcast. Anyway, I'm black. Um, 6'5", 290. So people see me, you know, the first question is always, Hey, Hoss, what position on the football field do you play? And I'm going to just be honest with y'all. That hurts my feelings. Because from my point of view, it sounds like, hey, big black dude, you can't do nothing else but play sports. You, you, that's all you get. That, that, that must be the only thing you can do. Because how else can you afford to be in this steakhouse? Like, I don't like when people see me in public and assume, especially now because I don't play football. But, like, you know, people just see you and label, oh, you used to play football, huh? Or you play football, don't you? You should be playing some football. People just put that on you. And you, when you hear that, like, 10, 20, 30 times a day, it, it, it kind of gets to you. Now, I'm not saying I think that everyone that assumes that I play football is racist. But at the same time, you look at it from my point of view, you know, a person from, of another color or even a person of your own color sees you, you know, you big, 
black, you got to play sports. And that's not the case. Every big black dude you see doesn't play sports. If you want to know what someone does, walk up to them and ask them what they do as opposed to just assuming that they play sports because I don't see it as a compliment. I see it as you saying that I'm an idiot that doesn't have a brain that works, so I just give myself CTE in order to get paid. I don't like it, you know, talking about putting yourself in other people's shoes. I mean, I... I tried to talk about this before um, <laughs> on the podcast, on a podcast, but it, it was a couple years ago, so I was a little bit more emotionally, you know, responsive to the topic. But you know, it is what it is. I mean, I was a STEM kid growing up—science, technology, engineering, and math. I was in pre—I was in um, DAPSEP, which is which is the Detroit area pre-college engineering program. I wanted to be an engineer growing up. I didn't want to play sports. Sports wasn't even on my radar. My first time stepping on a football field was because I got kicked out of engineering camp in high school and needed something to do over the summer to stay out of trouble. You see what I'm saying? So as someone who considers themselves an intellectual, someone who considers themselves smart, I don't like being boxed into, oh, you had, you know, you had to have played sports, you know, and I will say this, and that's when it comes to, you know, now we're going from, uh, once again, we're looking at mental health through the lens of comedy, music and sports negatively affected my mental health it negatively affects my mental health when people see me and just you know assume I play football you know um I don't know I don't see people flying the confederate flag and assume that they're clan members or that they want you know slavery okay yes I do that was a lie but anyway y'all know what I'm saying man like at the end of the day you know (sighs) Think before you talk to people in public. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing for a kid to walk up to another person and say something stupid. But, like, if you're an adult, just let's just do a little bit more thinking before we speak, you know? Because saying something like, oh, well, I'm sorry if you offended. You just look like you play sports or you just look like you know about basketball. That, that, now we're getting racist. You know what I mean? Anyway. You know, that that's... That's how I feel about that. Cause yeah, I don't, I don't need to talk about that anymore. I feel like I've been talking about it for five minutes. Um, but yeah, it's just helpful to try. I'm not saying do it cause I'm not telling you to do something I can't do, but it's something I at least make an effort to do. You know, think about, you can't control how every single word or anything is going to be perceived, but you can at least control, you know, how you approach someone in public, especially if it's the first time that you've seen this person, you know? Just think about that. Like, you know, if I was walking down the street. So I live in the suburbs. I'm walking down the street, walking my dog. One of my neighbors who hasn't spoken to me since I've moved. We've been here for about four or five months. This man has not spoken to me since we moved here. Sees me walking my dog. Doesn't say, hi, how you doing? What's going on? Immediately. Do you play football in the NFL? I wanted to punch that man in the face. I wanted to punch that man in the face because... And here's the other reason I want to punch people in the face when they ask me, because I feel like a sellout. I don't know if you've ever heard anybody that used to play professional sports that does play professional sports say that. But, you know, I mean, I keep saying it. I'm black. My grandparents were in the civil rights movement. Their grandparents were slaves. The people in my time and my family history have overcome a lot, you know, to try to make a better future for me where I could go to college and be whatever I wanted to be. And I decided to go into entertainment. And sometimes I feel bad. I feel bad about that a lot. Like, I feel like my ancestors are looking down, like, what was the point of us marching and protesting if you were just going to go into show business? What are you doing? You know what I mean? Um, 
So part of the reason that it hurts when people come up to me and, you know, oh, do you play football? <sighs> because the answer, you know, the answer is yes, which means that I am like a statistic. I am an embarrassment to my ancestors. I am nothing more than an athlete. And I think that that's the other half of why I get so emotionally sensitive when it comes to those, when it comes to that conversation, because I beat myself up about it as well. You know, I mean, I've, I've sacrificed a lot, you know, to, to play football. Um, I've sacrificed a lot while playing football and you know, during those times and during those moments, I mean, I, it was always in the back of my head that I was just another sellout statistic. A, a teacher in my high school even called me a statistic um, because I chose a football scholarship over a academic scholarship. But this is, once again, these are things that I'm dealing with internally, but I'm trying to be authentic, you know, and that's, that's me being authentic, you know. So um, when it comes to and I get it. I get that people get excited about sports, but I don't even watch. I don't watch sports. I know that's hard to believe, but I'm going to tell you now in case we ever meet in person. I don't watch sports. Don't be surprised when I say I don't know what you're talking about because I really don't know what you're talking about. I'm not trying to be an asshole. Um, but yeah, like, you know, that was my neighbor's first time speaking to me. And it's do you play football? Uh, you feel subhuman when people bypass, you know, the manners that you were taught to use to go sp straight to what you do as if you're trying to, you have to defend your reason, you know, you have to defend your existence to some stranger. It's not cool. And I know I'm not the only athlete, former athlete that feels that way. So stop doing it. If you listen to you, listen to right now, you see a big dude, a big black dude, big white dude, big Samoan dude, big, big dude. Don't just walk up to him and ask him if he plays sports. Try to find out about that, man. Because that's the other thing. People don't give a fuck about you after they find out you don't play sports. I mean, because I lie about it. All right. I'm, once again, I'm being honest. I lie about it. I say, no, I don't play sports. And that's when it gets worse because they're like, well, how can you afford to be here? Someone has actually asked, well, what are you doing in this? What are you doing in this uh, Gucci store if you don't play? Are you a rapper? You know, like all I can do is rap or play football. That's the only way I can, you know, make enough money to be here. What if I was a doctor or, you know, an incredibly large attorney or janitor that just works a lot of hours? I mean, you don't know what people got going on. So stop assuming. Um, which brings me to, you know, once again, the, seeing things through each other's eyes. Think about it when you see other people. I know as human beings, we're hardwired to be selfish and focus on ourselves. Um, but you'd be surprised at how much better things can get for you if you make things better for other people. I'm not saying, you know, quit your job and start doing community service all the time, but try to do something for someone else, you know, with some compassion in your heart, some grace, some kindness and see what it does. Cause we don't, we don't do that. We don't do that to each other. I was going to say enough. We don't really do it at all. I had a conversation with a friend of mine the other day. Um, speaking of, you know, compassion and things that we don't do for each other. I just told him, Hey man, you know, I'm, I'm proud of you. And I mean, I'm not his dad or anything, but you know, uh, this is a black dude. And I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm very proud of you. I'm proud of you for pursuing your dreams you know, and doing things the right way because I know that it's easy to be, you know, shady or underhanded and get ahead quicker, but you're doing things the right way. I don't know if anyone's ever said it to you before or not, but I'm, I'm proud of you. I see you keep going, you know, just, just some encouragement. And he told me that that meant the world to him. It made his day and everything. Imagine whose day you can make with just a couple nice words. I mean, it feels good to have nice words uh, spoken to you 
not just about you, but spoken to you, you know, and we need to start talking nicer to and about each other before the funeral. Cause you know, everybody, you know, when there's a funeral, all of a sudden, you know, this man was two days away from curing cancer. If the Lord took him too soon, you know, he was a great man. He was, let's start saying these things while people are alive. Why not? Why just wait till the funeral to start talking good to and about people? You want somebody to talk good to you? Talk good to somebody. You know, we can, we can speak life into each other. It doesn't always have to be, you know, malice and, sass you know <laughs> yeah you know just do a better job of looking at the world through each other's eyes and i'm not talking about oh you you never know what anyone's going through you you don't know what kind of battle people are fighting inside how about just be nice to be nice how about if someone if, even if they're not going through anything they still deserve kindness we all do that's what you would want let's you know, let, let's try to lead with love. I don't know how we got from seeing the world. Well, actually, no, that, that's still on topic. You can see in the world through each other's eyes. You can have empathy and compassion. It's something I work at. Now, that being said, I am able to put myself in positions of people who are in positions that I've been in. Um, you know, like, for example, I'm autistic, right? I have empathy for autistic people, especially autistic. I mean, all autistic people, but especially the ones that can't talk. I know what it's like to live in a world that wasn't built for you. I don't know what it's like to not be able to speak, you know, but I do know what it's like to live in a world that's not built for you. And that, you know, fosters more compassion, more empathy, and it keeps me going. It's the reason I'm doing things like this. It's the reason I do most of the things I do. Like I said in the last episode, you know, it's all about helping people, people helping people. Um... So that was the topic for today. This is a quick one. I think these will be pretty quick when there's no guest on them because y'all ain't trying to sit here and listen to me talk forever. Uh, maybe they'll get longer as I get better at, um, you know, I mean, this podcast is going to take time to take shape. It's not going to be, you know, professional and polished day one because this is day two. So uh, bear with me um, and help me, you know, grow with me. Like I said, you guys can reach out, uh, social media, at JBDale72 on Instagram and Twitter, uh, JoeBarksdale.com, um, info at JosephBarksdale.com is the email, uh, or you can message me on any of the other social media sites, um, questions, comments, or concerns. And with that, I hope you guys are doing well, and I will talk to you in the next one. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.